Welcome to the Breaking Through the Noise podcast, a show designed to help you cut through all the static and find the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to make your business successful. Your hosts are Mark Wilson and Laurel Wright, two entrepreneurs like you struggling and striving to find the pro tips and hacks to be more productive and make more money. Their goal every week is to give you the resources and encouragement that will help you gain an advantage over your competition. So let's not waste any time and get started. Here are your hosts, Mark and Laurel. Welcome back to Breaking Through the Noise podcast. She's Laurel Wright. And he is Mark Wilson. (laughs) And we're your hosts for this podcast. And we couldn't be more excited that you're joining us today. And and every week, uh, we just are thrilled that you know you take a few minutes out of your day to help us try to help you with some with some tips and tricks that'll help you be a a better marketer for your church whether you're the pastor or the communications director or a you know a volunteer that's our goal you know if you've been listening to our podcast you you know that Laurel has a has a real another job which is not only working with churches, but she's um, part of a a, a, a Nashville-based Americana duet called the Young Fables. So find their music on Spotify. You'll you'll thank me later. So Laura, what's what's up with the Young Fables these days? Or what's up with you? What's up with me? I don't really care about Wes. <laughs> just kidding. Well, uh, yeah, I figured. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just trying to get back into the swing of things. You know, we're starting to travel a little bit more, but kind of never know what's going to happen with, with the world now. So we're just taking it day by day. Yeah, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm hoping we're on the other side of the Omicron variant. So we shall see. So Laurel, again, your one of your hats you wear is as a... Um, social media manager for for churches so what is an issue uh, or struggle that you're hearing from your church clients these days what are they what are they having trouble with well i'm asked almost daily you know how should we be using social media in our church you know should we be on facebook or instagram or youtube should we post pictures or stories or videos and you know some churches are you know wanting to start a podcast or you know they want to blog blah 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 so yeah i same here laura i i, I hear that every day as well and and the simple answer is something we we've talked we talk about a lot and and it's not the it's not sexy. It's, it's, it's not the exciting thing, but is that you have to have, you have to start with a strategy mm-hmm. for, for, for your social media and then use the platforms that help you get your messages to your audience. You know, most churches struggle with the strategy part for a, a variety of reasons. And today's episode is going to talk about a simple social strategy to answer the quote, how should we be using social media in our church? quote question and you know we church folk or or at least us old ones you know like a good catchy formula to simplify strategies and one way to encapsulate the strategy for using social media in our in our vernacular is to call it an i strategy 
In, and, and the I stands for inform, interpret, and invite. And here is that I strategy on how we use and plan our social media in a church setting. And in my opinion, there are three purposes for using social media in the church, and we'll, trans- and we'll translate them into our use in the church. Um, so, Laura, why don't you share the first two I's? Okay, sure. Um, well, the first I, like you said, is for inform, which means building brand awareness. And in the church setting, this means showing people, you know, what we're all about. It's hard for people outside the church to understand the mysteries of the church, you know, like faith in a creator God, belief in Jesus as our Messiah and, and eternal life until they become a quote unquote insider. You know, what we have to do in social media to build awareness is to translate these concepts and demonstrate how we live out these values and beliefs in the world. For example, you know, sharing how we live this out in our worship and our fellowship and loving our neighbors. We build brand awareness by showing, you know, what these intangible values look like in action by demonstrating who we are transparently and authentically. These posts are what some call showing the church in action or the life of the church pictures. Either way, they should paint a picture of who your church is for its people. And a pro tip. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say before you get into the pro tip, this is a these these kind of um, you know I, I think of videos when I think of this showing the church in action. You know, and, and unlike what we talked about in the previous episode episode 22, we talked about scripting videos. You know, these, these are unscripted for the most part. They can be, uh, but again, to build off authenticity, uh, you know, showing your church in action and and showing your people, you know, living out the mission of the church is, is I think a great way to, to build that brand awareness. So I think you were about to share a, a pro tip. Yeah. And, and like you were saying, you know, the videos are also really important. You know, it informs your guests and your visitors and people that go to the church. But I think it also makes people feel more comfortable if they haven't stepped foot inside that church. So I think videos really, you know, posting a picture, you know, can lead people's minds in so many places. But if you post a video, it kind of gives more insight. But the pro tip, you know, is help others see the church as a community of people that aren't all the same, but they're committed to being in community and mission with each other. Ooh, I like that. I like so that. Should we go to the second eye? Yeah. What, uh, what, what was that second eye, Laurel? The second eye is for interpret or connecting with your audience. So this is where the church should really shine versus our peers in the business world. We want new people to connect with our people and connect with our mission. Think about it. We're, you know, much more likely to engage with a group of our peers in a community focused on Jesus than joining a mailing list for a community of robot vacuum cleaner owners. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we have to be intentional about translating our solutions to address the cultural or relational issues people are facing and then give them a way to connect with us. I will call them connecting points. That's, that's, that's your thing, Mark. Yeah, it is. Um, And, and, I talk about them till I'm blue in the face is mm-hmm. connecting points. They're important. Um, yeah. And and what it is, is, you know, it, it's great to give people a lot of great information and show the church in action and, uh, you know, help them address their problems. But if we don't give them a way to connect with us, a way to say, hey, I do have a problem or I would like to know more about that. How do we do that? 
and, and to make those connecting points obvious and clear, uh, I think is, you know, critical in, in our social media strategy. It, you know, social media is a, it, it's social, it's two way. It's not yeah. just us pouring out content and letting it just flow like a river. It's, it's a two way street. So. Right. And some examples and connecting points would would be, you know, sharing a clip from worship and inviting people to check us out online or or in person soon <laughs> or sharing some content that addresses a need that people are feeling like loneliness, hopelessness, depression, anxiety, etc. And giving them a path to connect with the church. Um, a pro tip is use the existing sermon series as a base for creating posts around the main ideas or themes of the sermons, which is something that I do a lot. Scriptures and sermon video clips are really good, but if we can translate these themes into the struggles that people are facing in their lives, you know, like the loneliness or the hopelessness, then, then we're truly connecting the gospel with the people that need to experience it the most. I think that's a great tip. And again, that's a way for, you know, if you're a pastor listening, anytime you hear your social media person or your consultant or your communications director talk about more content, you cringe because <laughs> you're creating content every week in the form of a sermon. Right. So leverage that, um, you know, that, that sermon, give it legs. I, I keep, I tell pastors all the time, Think of different ways to, you know, what are those themes and how can you reapply them to an audience on Monday and that's not just sitting in the pew in front of you, but that person that found you via a Google search that's got a question, you know, how can you help them answer that? And again, it 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 just it just takes a few more minutes of your sermon writing process to 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 pull that out. So a few more minutes uh, that makes such such the difference. Exactly. And it and again, it's we're not asking you to recreate the wheel, just build on the content you're already creating. Right. And again, that plays a big role in, in the whole overall strategy so that you're 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 being consistent. Um so you know, and, and the final I in our strategy is to invite I for invite which also can mean give a clear call to action. So, you know, speaking of the robot vacuum cleaners, this is a much easier for our colleagues in the business world because they, they have a tangible product or service with features and benefits that they offer at a predetermined price. But if we are doing a good job as church social media pros in those first two eyes, you know, inform and interpret, then we're helping people experience and see a tangible faith through the people, life, and activities of your church. But, you know, where we drop the ball, Laurel, as a church is not giving our audience a clear call to action in our media. Again, it goes back to tying call to action to a connecting point. You know, that, that call to action then leads to a connecting point that leads to hopefully the beginning of, of, a, of building a relationship with that person. So, uh, you know, like Laurel provided you with, with pro tips, you know, here's a pro tip for you in, in considering how to use invite strategy, the invite part of the strategies, not only invite visitors to experience online worship, but give them the link and a compelling reason to click on it. 
like our topic today is dealing with loneliness or depression, maybe, you know, again, versus the, hey, church starts in an hour, come join us. That's a great reminder for people that are already in your church, but it says nothing to somebody, uh, you know, attracting the, 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 vis- the potential visitor online that m- might very well be struggling with the topic you're going to talk about. So, and, and, and you can give them an ebook to help them overcome hopelessness in exchange for their email address. So, so that a conversation can be started. You know, if someone is struggling with loneliness and they're interested in a small group, make sure they have a way to get connected. You know, even a link through a social media post. Uh, I've heard stranger things um, happen. Yeah. You know, recently we had a, I had a, um, a gentleman joined my Monday Bible study group from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Tell me how that happens. So. Yeah, that's amazing and crazy. And that just shows you the power of social media and, you know, all these things that we're talking about. And Mark, another way this strategy works is to connect or reconnect with the church's people that may be longtime visitors or even members that haven't really engaged with the calling in their life and how it relates to the mission of the church. So yeah, particularly Laurel in this, in the pandemic, you know, as, as we've spent the last two years in the wilderness, um, you know, how, how do we, get people reconnected. And, and I think you're exactly right. Uh, you know, this is, That's this strategy true. helps facilitate that. Right. We're working on that. And in, in one of the churches that I work with right now, trying to get, you know, members that haven't been in a long time or, you know, like you were saying before COVID happened, trying to get them, you know, re-engaged and figuring out ways. And this conversation that we're having really sparked some stuff in my brain. Um, but the real pro trip, Pro tip here is that social media posts are a great beginning, but they're really useless unless they have, you know, some type of purpose. Give your audience a way to connect, learn more and get involved, you know, which in their lives means find community, hope and love through a relationship with Jesus and his people. Amen, Laurel. Thanks for that. It, You know, I think these are important ideas for our churches to consider as we move into new ways to help more people engage with the gospel. And as always, if if your church wants help leveraging your video and, and digital marketing and social marketing strategy, you know, reach out to Laurel or myself. All the links and ways to contact us are in the show notes and on the breakingthroughthenoise.com. That's T-H-R-U through the noise.com and churchcmo.com websites. And one more thing, if, if you're new to the show or haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and you'll be automatically updated when new episodes come out. And if you liked what you hear, give us a nice review so more people can find us and find the help that they need. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. Have a great week, and we can't wait to talk to you again next time on Breaking Through the Noise. Thanks for investing a few minutes with us on the podcast today. We hope Breaking Through the Noise will become your go-to resource for growing your business and yourself with our pro tips and life hacks. If you like what you heard, please do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if it was helpful, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And most importantly, let's get connected. Hit us up on social media. Our links are in the show notes. Our theme music is from The Young Fables. Check out their latest album, Pages, on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. We'll see you again next week as we keep breaking through the noise.